Hello, everybody. Hello. Hey, welcome back to the Inside Scoop episode 17 today. Hello, everybody. Ah, decided to talk a little bit about, I guess, Zen. And uh, I'll open I'll open this episode up with just a simple question. What do you think Zen is? And have you ever heard of it? And are you aware of what that is? And just in general, I've heard of the word said before. And I associate it with, with like some things. And I guess one of the things that comes to mind is like peace of mind, training it uh, in a way. But uh, that's about all I know about the, the word Zen. Okay. Um, is it, uh, does it like associate with any sort of religion or, or just, I don't know. What, because, yeah, yeah, that's uh... interesting. I've, I've heard uh, many people like talk about Zen and stuff, but. I want to hear an opinion of someone who's like never really heard of it. I guess if if that's what you. Yeah, mean. I. Why is the sun coming up at this hour? <laughs> anyway, um, I've. Yeah, I guess it's it's it feels like it's a religious. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm really distracted by the sun. <laughs> what sun? The sun. Because oh. it looks like looks like it's coming up and it's supposed to be going. Well. Um, anyway. <laughs> well, my curtains are closed. I'm focused on podcast but anyway whatever the so that's that's the thing you were distracted and uh the philosophy of zen sort of uh would uh yeah it's nice it's nice how you actually mention a distraction uh zen basically even the monks and uh, the biggest gurus uh whoever you know preachers or how how are you even want to call the guy who teaches zen uh masters i think they just call like grandmasters just masters uh they couldn't tell you what zen is so it it's like a very difficult concept to grasp but talking about distractions uh i've been just like writing out some quotes and stuff and uh the way of zen uh i guess it's more of a just the mindset of being still of being uh, not impacted by not being impacted by things so there's a quote that reads um the perfect man employs his mind as a mirror it grasps nothing it refuses nothing it receives but does not keep so said by chung tzu and uh it it sort of explains sort of the the whole well you can't really explain the whole philosophy just like that but um it's sort of about the stillness about the way of nature you know uh has has its roots and uh ties together nicely with taoism and like the way and whatever you know but I've been interested in this in this sort of philosophy for the past couple of years, I guess, but haven't really sat down to just study them a lot. I don't know. It's it, it's quite an um, interesting one. Um, so does it involve meditation? Because I know you've been doing a little bit of meditation, it seems. Well, yeah, that's the thing. It's it's I guess personal. It's very personal for everyone. Like you go online and literally Google Zen or whatever youtube's gonna pop up with like zen music zen meditation music blah blah so 
so that's weird because people don't don't really like or they they put it very simply like you know zen being calm being chill you know just nature and like um and freaking meditating and stuff but they mm. aren't uh getting down to the roots of this philosophy and uh it's uh currently it's mostly for me just helping with letting go of things of um sort of i don't know fighting uh bad emotions or because there's another quote i wrote down is the challenge of zen is to be happy when you're sad which is you know seems simple but um that's uh, quite an oxymoron yeah it's a very difficult philosophy to explain but um and uh, obviously I'm, I'm like just a beginner like in researching this thing for for just a short period of time so but I just wanted to share this with you. No, I I probably sound like uh, like a, what is it, the Christian missionaries or something? They go around preaching the love of Jesus. But yeah, that is something I found, and and it was very interesting in in understanding that we don't understand nothing. Yeah. And the uh, and these uh, there are these things. So they're called like Zen koans. Um, and these Zen koans are sort of dialogues, little stories, questions, or statements, which are mm-hmm. sort of used in Zen practice to provoke the great doubt, in air quotes, apparently. And yeah, these are like interesting sort of an unsolvable stories that yeah. helps you helps you learn and... Uh, it's like one of those uh, I I saw today about two monks which were like just walking down the street and uh, in front of them they see this very pretty woman and there's a mud path like she she can't cross the mud path and one of the monks just came up to her picked her up just brought her out to the other side and walked away but the other monk was was just like stunned because you know monks you can't it, like you can't touch a woman, you can't come close to a woman, you can't, you know, that's the that's not the the way of the monk. Like you, you live in this ascetic lifestyle where, well, you can't communicate with with a woman. Basically, it's just trying to avoid any sort of distraction again. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, they they just kept walking away, and so that that other monk. He he couldn't bear it anymore. He just stopped, looked at him, and said, "Yo, aren't we gonna talk about this? What did you do there? Like you you walked up to a woman, picked her up, and like brought her over to the other side of the the mud path. Like what? What? How is this not against our you know beliefs and religion and everything? And that that monk is like, ah, so is it me or is it you carrying her? <laughs> so it's sort of like." It twists your brain a bit by by showing how the things you do, you, you your brain like you have to let go of things, right? Yeah. That is what I'm getting from the philosophy so far. And uh I'm very interested to learn more. I'm very interested to obviously change my mind and all all of this uh incoherent stuff that I've been saying for the past few minutes. It's yeah. just because it's un, un, like incomprehensible. I can't put it to words. 
<laughs> what I'm trying to explain and yeah. sort of maybe even test my own understanding of it and see the holes that where I don't understand it. But like, I, yeah, I, I like, I like it so far because it's very, it, it's, it's a teaching. It is something. Yeah. So letting goes obviously very important or maybe not obviously, but it's important. Um, but it's something we also have a natural mechanism to, for doing mm -hmm. because, because we forget stuff, you know, after a while, like, uh, something bad happened for a long time. It may, you may hurt because of it. Uh, but over time, like that kind of fades away and, you know, people say, for example, if it's a bad thing that, um, scars like don't go away, they just fade go away um but yeah so that's kind of like our natural mechanism of letting go and yeah yeah but that's that is also zen because that's the way of nature of you just letting go of things but some people cling on to stuff uh, and uh well coming back to the nature thing another little quote says when you're hungry eat when you're tired sleep this is zen so it's more like you do it anyway you don't even think about it maybe you're the the best zen practitioner ever but like because it's just natural it is nature it's just things you do you know but funny that you mentioned yeah like interesting you mentioned the, the scars that that people still have and keep and it's it's a mental mental problem with with some of them isn't it like some people just can't either can't really let go or they get affected so much they they need to use some sort of medicine to try and fight fight off things in their own brain yeah that's a interesting thing to ask um i guess when if, if people do use medication don't know how long it should take for some for a scar to heal because it can take a long time you know people might have the idea that it doesn't and maybe it doesn't i don't i don't i don't i don't really yeah i'm trying to i, I don't i don't really go or say medication very fast, right? Mm -hmm. So I'll try to do everything that I can before I reach for medication. And um, and in terms of like mental health and stuff, for example. Uh, so I haven't had any like kind of ever had any kind of pills to help me help mellow me out or anything like that. Uh, but yeah, I don't know, that's a different topic, I guess. So well, it's Zen, still very I interesting. Guess, in that, yeah. So I guess Zen would be just might be just trying to do that yourself trying to let not let go or try to let go without try without trying <laughs> yeah I, I suppose it's um i mean when you're introduced to the idea that letting go is going to help you mm -hmm. that's probably the most important step because you can then start to believe it yeah and it's not necessarily uh, that Zen is is the way of life, you know. It it is actually just just a philosophy, like just as everything else, you know. Any sort of religion, philosophy, uh, we have science these days, you know. It's just another way of looking at world at the world. So, and because uh, I guess we're still sort of a self improvement podcast, whatever. Um, I'm sort of looking for new and and just philosophies like that in general to 
to read up on to see what they provide because you don't you don't just have to drop everything and you know live by it that that that's not that's not it but um learning that something like that exists and maybe it helps you in the future maybe you realize that it's the right thing for you yeah i just i just find this thing very interesting and just listening to those stories and uh these koans and then i like it yeah well that's very good yeah um because like if you ever listen to jordan peterson for example Mm -hmm. he often brings up children's book stories or to to make a point because books generally or these stories generally have a deeper meaning in them Mm -hmm. that you may you know that you, you might subconsciously actually kind of it might subconsciously somehow shape you as a as a child to teach you these things, right? Um, so they have some importance in that sense. Uh, but yeah, like stories can be very influential, is what I'm getting at. Yeah, uh, I guess so. Yeah, um, just teachings, um, and I think even the stories. Yeah, that's actually we can we can move on to this topic and uh, move on to this uh, stories as a way of passing down the knowledge something like mm-hmm. that um do you think do you think that the things that we know now are is just because of very uh hard work of our ancestors because they didn't have internet they can't just like save it and you know leave it <laughs> leave it for us to discover how oh. how did they like pass it all down through well, books i word guess of mouth but... and books folklore stuff like that yeah mm. um but that's yeah more like life lessons that get passed down in stories uh for science like books of schools yeah that is true universities as like the big libraries of knowledge and everything but imagine just the most casual knowledge of just daily life and everything like few couple of hundred years ago right of someone living in in like the countryside or somewhere not close to any like big places where loads of people would live how stuff happened there and then like i mean yeah i mean listening to some stories from my grand grandparents like yeah they, they would used to like just tell stories and it's also an interesting topic to 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 think about how often do we say that um so I say it very often, man. But that's that's why I'm here. I want to yeah. think about interesting things, you know. Um I mean you have to realize in the past in, in history, like a lot of people were just illiterate. Illiterate, like no teaching at all. Yeah, like yeah, they yeah, they couldn't read, write. You know, they were just farmers or something. Mm-hmm. So just that requires loads of knowledge too. That's the thing. Like you know what I mean? No knowing when to plant, knowing when to uh Yeah. Yeah, a different sort of knowledge. But for yeah, you would still pass things down in stories and a spoken word. Good people could definitely yeah, communicate, speak with each other. Yeah, the communication. Man, I wonder how it all evolved. Communication in general. Like history, right? I'm just like yeah. confused as hell. I'm constantly confused. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. 
I think so, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> history, it, it really can't tell how that happened, you know? Because history is, it is a science. And I don't want to dismiss or discard any sort of uh, progress of anyone, but like, how? Like, you know, they, they say, oh, we discovered that the earliest human is now been even earlier than than the the previous findings you know so they keep constantly finding new things and the things that we currently know aren't the actual definite truth it's just uh to the best of our knowledge currently yeah so that's why why i feel like these um these things are interesting and uh just again coming back to the zen practices uh i want to be able to eventually hopefully you know read some of the scripts myself um this thing is coming from uh well zen buddhism zen buddhism is like apparently uh again i don't want to be quoted on this this stuff it, it is sort of chinese but i've heard many different stories like coming from india to china like basically importing this you know the modern mm-hmm. way of saying it the like importing from uh from there to china and then japanese uh japanese monks started bringing that over and it's like basically i'm going to just say it's like a eastern philosophy uh, eastern practice and uh texts uh like most uh of the texts like that are just in chinese and uh, i am starting to learn mandarin again i guess because <laughs> i started it like a year ago but haven't really stick through with it so i thought um on this podcast because we can also use this to, to sort of get things out there i want to like challenge myself to at least do the duolingo daily thing like to to just at least do some duolingo because it's you know the easiest way for us nowadays to learn and uh, to get a streak going to learn that yeah and just to practice the practice the philosophy the art i mean these are busy now even though it's quarantine we're sort of done with exams but i've been constantly working on my game i've heard you've been working on websites too and yeah well i've got to fucking start working on the game yeah uh but like uh, 10 days 12, 12 days to 11 days starting oh, man and uh do you have progress not a lot but just gonna have to grind it out hmm. as best as i can but it's just gonna be down and programming and then as i'm going along i'm probably gonna implement some particles design pattern hmm uh, you have to talk about them in your report. Oh, so, we need yeah. to do a report. Oh well. Yeah, we have to yeah, look we into the report as well, like a five-page report or something. A oh. short, sh- short. So, oh. <laughs> well. <laughs> so, yeah. Too bad. I guess. Have to grind out the report. Damn. Have to get it's a lot more work reattached than back to the to the to the coursework. I've been living. Been living good, you know, researching Zen, doing this, learning Chinese, Mandarin, uh, whatever. Uh, learning game design stuff, graphical design. Um, I've been just like trying to learn stuff. And then 
assignments and exams just keep us in check, sort of. <laughs> keep us down. Attached back to the ground, I guess. Sure. I mean, I wish there was a perfect world where you could just <laughs> learn, I guess, without well, the need of, of getting forcefully sort of tested. Yeah, well, you've got to have some motivation. Uh, the things I want to do nowadays, I would have never wanted to before I came to university. Hmm. So it's the kind of thing where I'm like, I know what my future is going to be if I don't take learning into my own hand. Um, like I don't want to actually go and probably end up being just a programmer in some firm that's doing software for uh, ATMs. Hmm. Like, no, no, if I want something better, basically. Yeah, I think that would fulfill thing. you, I guess. That's yeah, like, honestly, uh, for me, like, it's because for some people, right, they do all this uni study, good job, and everything because they have something to, they need the money. You know, they have this model of life where work is work, they make money, and then they use that money to fund something that is making them happy or they will make them happy. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I don't really need a lot of money for anything I want, just yeah. as long as I feed myself. I can, for now, I can relate to that. That's a very, very good way of, of yes, um, just sort of living below your means, too, I guess, or just having them low or whatever. Like, you don't... Um, some, some people suffer from that when their income is going up. You know, their lifestyle adapts. And gets mm. more and more expensive. Right. Because, I mean, unless we are very, uh, I don't know what, what the word would be, but like, unless we don't want to improve, I'm for sure 100% certain that our income is eventually going to start going up. Just like progress up, because that's, you know, it's the vision yeah, of, of so... your career stairs or whatever, your career goals, if, if people are climbing that path of... Well, depends on what you're doing, again. If you're doing something independently, if you're doing some sort of, like, a business on your own, like, then God knows what's happening with your income, but just the, the most traditional sense, and just when you look at statistics, I guess, throughout the career, their careers, people usually have a positive uh, slope of, you know, income growth. So usually this means you are able to allow more to yourself and then this starts to happen where the thing creeps up on you and you just start you know buying more things yeah like basically living a more expensive life well yeah another thing is saving for forever for eternity mm-hmm. you know for some beauty like constantly like, trying to save up like when i'm old i'm going to have a nice uh, house by the by the river. Uh, mm, right, right. The retirement fund things like yeah, yeah, uh, which is fine. I mean, save the money yourself if you're not responsible enough. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's a quite a messy episode today, but it, it it's still an episode. I think it's quite zen. Quite zen. <laughs> quite zen because uh <laughs> oh my god those stories about uh the master and the student these are like just the best 
like I'm addicted to stuff like that, dude. They just they just give you such a weird, interesting perspective when you look of like when you know some some masters asked what is Zen? And he just like responds, um <laughs> and basically in the most weird uh, manner possible by just saying it's uh well it's a shit stick. <laughs> also so like the great great mastermind you know great uh uh person masters just ask what what zen is and he just says well it's a it's just a shit stick and this uh this thing sort of, well it basically zen is whatever you want it to be or so um it's uh the stick is basically a thing that's been used back in the day like long long time ago in uh in asia to basically wipe their butts yeah and uh that, that's zen for you like if you want to if you want to know the answer then here you go that's the answer for it yeah i've got and to think about it though like if you think about people practicing these things like the monks or whatever that you mentioned mm-hmm. like what is the ultimate goal of that because for somebody living in the modern world, because their their whole thing, the monk's whole thing is literally cultivating the Zen, right? Yeah. It's peace of mind. But people adapt it in the modern world like you're trying to. Um, is it giving you anything? Is it making your life better? Is it well, helping you let go of stuff? I'm not a monk. Um which uh I guess thinking about the the Zen Buddhism practice. Uh, so the goal of Zen would be Satori, and it's uh, it's Japanese for enlightenment, and right. it's just basically quoting verbatim: "Every person has the capacity to attain the state, meaning that each of us is potentially a Buddha." So that's the you know the Buddhism thing. You just like reach enlightenment, reach the Nirvana feeling, uh, the state. Right, but. Yes, I'm not a monk who would devote his uh, life to this because, um, I don't know, for for myself or someone who's who's been brought up in this Western world, it's nothing that I really strive for right now. Mm-hmm. You know, things may change. Maybe I just like down the line, like in ten years, I just realize like, oh, actually, I want I want the enlightenment. That's all I need, and just like yeah. say, see ya to you know the western world just don't even don't even you know don't even come back here to turn off my computer just get out here yeah you might enjoy midnight go oh is that the yeah is it jure ogan's thing no it's uh i don't know how you pronounce his last name i think it's duncan trussell oh or or trussell trussell i don't know which one okay uh yeah it's his like his podcast made into an animated series so um and something he, with he like talks philosophy. about yeah he, he talks about enlightenment and that kind of stuff a lot uh-huh. um so from episode one to eight it kind of progresses through a very interesting um or his discovery of kind of what enlightenment enlightenment is and that um oh damn so like maybe his his personal discovery of what his yeah, enlightenment means with like the people that come on his podcast and stuff and um it's, I'm gonna not gonna lie. It's kind of hard to focus on 
what they're saying all the time when you've got this animated picture in front of you. Mm. Um, yeah, it was, an, uh, it was animated or delete animator is the person um, from that made um, Adventure Time, which is very popular. Oh. So wow, okay. I never watched Adventure Time. Yeah, I've, um, I've seen a few like just you know pictures here and there. But... Oh damn, that sounds interesting. Enlightenment. Yeah, that's, uh... that's something. Uh, that's something I am, I guess, interested in. But again, so so coming back to the to the meaning and the question of of yours of is it helping me out i think yes i do still feel tilt when i play a competitive video game i'm not a saint (laughs) but it's uh it is supposed to help my mindset to just like accept um the world the way it is and be happier with what you have because there are loads of stories loads of stories and zen and then just every oh loads of stories of of just achieving stuff and uh if you want i can share another one with you like very yes. quick one um, it's just going to be rephrasing my own words but basically people have discovered that there's a thing uh you know, like there used to be this gold rush. Um, people realize that there's loads of diamonds scattered all across the world, you know, just like farmlands and then you dig it, dig it up and then you find diamonds. And then people started buying off lots of lands off, off of like farmers and and just run around um, just like digging them up, excavating and finding all the diamonds, you know. Um, and there was this farmer and he he lived uh, he also lived in a ranch he had like you know uh, he wasn't the most rich person he just had you know his farm he used to grow crops and he realized that there's this new thing happening so he's like oh damn i need to sell my farm go buy a plot of land and try and you know try to find diamonds to get rich and stuff so he sold his farm uh, he sold all of his land he bought a plot of land. He tried looking for the diamonds, and then he kept, you know, kept living his life and basically poverty without ever really finding those diamonds. It's like he just kept buying new plots of land, just like you know, where there would be a potential, um, a potential to find those diamonds. But then that dude, who he sold the farm to. He was just a simple farmer after all. He like he he bought his ranch, he you know, he started growing crops in that guy's ranch and stuff. And uh, he he sees this uh he gets his friend over once and his friend is walking around. He's like, "Oh, what is that?" He picks it up, looks at it. Says, "Dude, what is this?" Farmer's like, "I don't know, it's just some rocks just all over my farm here. I just gather them in one place just like no idea what they are it's just like they're interfering with my crop growth and, and everything and the friend's like dude do you know what these are these are like raw uncut diamonds so apparently the guy learns about it he gets rich and everything and uh, the moral of the story is here and like the initial farmer who sold his farm didn't know that he was living on top of like all of these diamonds that he had he went away to chase 
to chase something. He went away to... He sold off all of his diamonds in order to go and chase the diamonds, you know? Something that... Well, he wasn't even aware. Mm -hmm. And the guy who bought the ranch, obviously, he just looked at those rocks and said, what are these? Like, one's man, one man's trash, another man's treasure, isn't it? Something like that. Like, And the moral of the yeah. story is, like, you, you can be running around, you can be spending your whole life chasing something, looking for so-called diamonds, happiness, whatever it is, just, you know, fit your own thing in there. But you may never even realize that the the position in which you are right now is the the place where you should be the happiest because that that is your you know your diamond mine whatever it's uh, just a <laughs> way yeah. of saying it and yeah there's a lot of stories like that yeah i'm that sure world. dude the it's, idea is is very simple um yeah so i believe yeah, these but, these philosophies will help me out a bit i think another good one is um yeah, another good one is about uh, people saying that it's about the journey, not the end goal. Um, fair. Mm -hmm. I don't have a story for it. <laughs> but yeah. Well, it is the journey. Do you wanna? Do you wanna come to your grave, climb in there, lay down, and say, "Oh, yeah, here we go. We I've safely arrived. That's very nice. That's good." Or do you, or do you want to like barely make it there and say what a ride it was, man? I mean, it's this is another, yeah, a, an interesting analogy or whatever. Yeah, well, that's fun when you're looking at it, but like, uh, you know, thinking that if you just work really, really hard and don't enjoy any minute of it, that after thirty years you're going to be able to afford. You know all these things that you're going to be happy, right? Mm -hmm. Is uh, I, I can't say whether it's a flawed idea. Uh, I mean, definitely, uh, I think somebody said somewhere that you may not be able to buy happiness, but you can mm -hmm. definitely rent it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> nice! It's definitely, it's definitely gonna make you happy uh, for a little bit. I mean, I've had, let's say, you know, it's, it's simplifying it again. It's, it's, it's not that simple, but. You know, I've had experiences where I've worked really hard um, to do well on the exams and then I got the results and they were good and I was like happy for one day and that was... <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it's, uh, enjoy the journey, I guess. Make sure it's meaningful. Yeah. For you. It is the journey yeah. and uh, quoting uh, my dude, <laughs> Alan Watts. I love his philosophies, man. He's the... Zen teacher, when he says that, well, music, music as an art form, is essentially playful. It's, uh, I think it's like life too. And uh, like, if I ask you a question, what is the purpose of dancing? Uh, you're asking me the question, right? Yes. Fun. Fun. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy yourself. Yeah. But you're yeah. not really aiming to hit a particular spot in the room. You are, uh, you are, like, dancing, expressing yourself, whatever. You do, you're you're doing the act. Um, okay. Next, well, another question: then. music. What about music? What mm -hmm. is the purpose of music? Of 
making listening well, to it. The existence of music. It's uh, it's enjoyable. It's enjoyable, exactly. But it's not enjoyable because it gets to the end. It's not mm-hmm. enjoyable because it literally hits the finale, you know? So it's like, according to Watts, where <laughs> the best conductors would be the ones who played fastest. Or, mm-hmm. you know, those uh, composers would write only finales. So people gather mm-hmm. gather around, gather up in the in the opera house just to hear one crashing chord. Because that's that's the end, you know? That's the goal of, of music. So yeah, yeah so I I, I feel like being uh, introduced to the Zen philosophy of like what life is and uh, how I should look at it. Yeah, I, I like how it keeps keeps tying back into it. Yeah, it's like it's the journey. You have to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. because that is the thing that we have right now like we don't know what's going to be tomorrow yesterday probably already forgot what was yesterday but today is the, the is is what we have basically and well i'm happy i guess i guess i am happy <laughs> what an interesting yep. conclusion of of this conversation but sitting here having a conversation with you just uh, chatting about things is where I want to be, actually, yeah, very cool. It's been good. Yeah, we still have loads of uh, things to do, sadly, but oh, that yeah. is that is also life, you know. That is also the things we have to be happy with, yep. and uh, the game and everything. Yeah, I'll have to just like uh, start working on it day in day out, as they say. So. Oh yeah, yeah, me definitely. I mean, you you've got a game. <laughs> I don't. That's that's the, that's the point, man. You, you you kind of do. <laughs> well, if I make it into a game, then yes. Otherwise, it's just a a prototype or a collection of ideas. Mm-hmm. It's not. It doesn't make up the whole experience. So, yeah. But I still want to fit learning Chinese and practicing Zen into the whole routine, and. Mm. Uh, I'm willing to update you on my progress next week. See if if you were if your interest was peaked and maybe you you know you spent ten minutes meditating. <laughs> not meditate. I mean, I mean, not the Western way of the thinking about meditation. Not just like sitting down yeah. and being still. But I mean, because the yeah, I'll yeah, probably yeah, yeah. I'll probably look look it up for next time. But. I like that you bring that up. Asking the right there of meditation. <laughs> the uh, asking is, uh, uh, yeah, exactly. middle class middle class woman's meditation, basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> asking uh, the people are asking like monks and uh, masters on like how do you meditate, blah blah. They they don't necessarily sit still and do do nothing. For, for me my meditation is uh my walk to university. Yeah. There yeah. we go. Uh, exactly. Just naturally. Uh, however, I've been I've not been med- meditating because university shut. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I'm sure you you have other ways of doing it. Because, um, yeah, meditation is. We could have another topic on it, dude. I like philosophies and this stuff. We, we definitely like. I keep saying we need to, but I don't yeah. do it. As in, I don't write a list of actual things uh... and topics we should. Talk about. We should. We do have the backlog. Like we do have the episodes we can go through and listen. Yeah, but yeah. that 
would you have take to a listen. long time. <laughs> Anyhow, what I'm saying is that meditation is something. And people, again, people get confused. They say, how am I supposed to not think about things? If thoughts <clears throat> come to my mind and they go to these monks, masters, and ask them, so how do you get rid of thoughts? And they say, well, we, I have thoughts. Everyone has thoughts. You, it's, it's, it's impossible to just shut your mind off because then you're just a mindless being. But thinking back to the, the Zen meditation and stuff of, of letting go, the, minds come, uh, the thoughts come, but the thoughts don't make an impact on you. They don't stay around for too long. It's like the the lake and the geese thing. Don't know if you're aware of it. No, I don't. Um, it's the it's like a poem, right? A a poem of Zen that basically uh, says, "The wild geese do not intend to cast their reflection, and the water has no mind to retain their image." It's about the some wild geese flying over a lake. Mm. Neither do they want to cast their reflection, nor the water wants to retain their image. The, the act of exchanging that happens. And that's mm. pretty much it. So thoughts come, thoughts go. So is it necessary uh, or important to be cognizant of that idea? You don't have to hold that idea in. Right, or just being aware of it, like it's it is taught. Thoughts come and go. However, if you dwell on a thought for too long, I think the thought just gets rotten. That's don't think anyone said that before. Probably someone did, but thoughts, if they stay in for too long, they just start rotting. Right, and uh, uh don't know. So there are quite a few keywords I would probably want to want to chat about next time because okay. I want to actually we could uh, we could do this little series or, or whatever like looking into philosophies oh. just uh, sort of one month try and like look at in like things from Zen and like read something about other like even stoicism like if I'm not aware of what it actually is, but I've been reading uh, the meditations by Marcus Aurelius, you know, but like I still yeah. don't, don't have the best of, of a grasp of what it is. And uh, obviously knowing we're not an ex we're not experts. This allows us to look into it and allow us to maybe show to someone that things like that exist and they can look into it too. Yeah, so, that's, but, but for next time, so Satori, the Enlightenment, Mushin, Mind of No Mind, a, a, a place of, uh, of calm, of being ready for anything that's thrown your way. Um, because if you think too much, that's why, again, I mean the rotten mind thing, rotten thoughts. If you think too much, then there's no, not enough place for your other thoughts because and then you're you're just left thinking about thoughts and then the only thing that you think is your thoughts itself so like you overthinking is a sin it's not a sin mm. like 
what, what, why would I say a sin? It's not a sin, but like it's a. It's not healthy. It's not healthy. Exactly. Yeah. So. So. Yeah. I mean, so is it? I guess focusing on the philosophy, or is actual go- hearing about it, hearing the main concept, understanding it, heeding too much mind to what the concept of to what the idea of the philosophy is. Well, again. Thinking about back to our conversation in the middle of the podcast about stuff that was discovered, like you know, from history. I feel like it is pretty hard to dig down into the roots of of the philosophy of how it was actually intended to be, because it it's probably been altered when it's been passed down from generations to generations. Things probably have changed a bit. So, I mean, that there's obviously still some sort of a concept of what it is, but if we are able to understand what that concept is, then sure, why not? But I feel like having a discussion and a conversation on maybe sharing our findings with each other is, a, is yeah. an, interesting, an interesting way of looking at it. Are you... So how how are you feeling today after this conversation? Uh, Do you in, are you interested in Zen? Are you at all intrigued what it is and what's what may help you? Or I don't know. It was, it was interesting too. Um, Not something that you would look look out for yourself personally, basically. Yeah, I, I guess that I'm, I'm maybe to an extent I do. Uh, it's Zen, uh, but yeah. Uh, I'm cultivating certain, thinking about certain philosophies already. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not quite as simple as, you know, it's um, definitely interesting to read up on these things, or at least things that you're interested in, like the, like philosophy. Yeah. You know, it's not something that you just take and, you know, slot into your life. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Uh, it's interesting. It's like the secret, the book, yeah. or whatever. <laughs> there's no, there's no one secret. There's no one philosophy. There's no, but, there are many philosophies, and some of them work for some people. Yeah. Others work for others. I you think like it's interesting. You know, having these discussions and reading up on these things, um, you know, just having some, you know, that kind of stuff, being aware of the ideas and ha- kind of having them at the back of your mind, let's say, eventually they're somehow in a smaller, bigger way, going to influence how you, you know, your own personal philosophy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think that's the way you should use it, and I think that's pretty zen. Oh, well, it's a, <laughs> a good way of putting it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like a tool belt, you know, even thinking about our careers, like everything that we learn that later in life leads us to our choices, to our career uh, choice, anything, yeah. you know. It's what I like, and what's very close to this, and I guess where this came from is the idea of um, problem solving. So, hmm. you know, the problem solving used to be, um, or has always been kind of thrown about as this thing you can measure on somebody, which is, you know, and it's not, there isn't a defined tool set or anything like that, or a skill set that people have uh, that makes them good at problem solving. It's a kind of umbrella term, and it's not very strictly defined. But um, I've kind of started looking at 
I've had some experiences in writing algorithms or in algorithm design uh, and a book that I've been reading that kind of, and from a course that we had or a module that we had in the second year, mm-hmm. um, that for a lot of problems, there isn't a perfect solution. It's just not viable. So there's a lot of things, a lot of tools, you know, a lot of things, a lot of kind of knowledge that you have that comes together to produce the best solution for the problem. And the whole idea is you don't really know there is, okay, let's say there is the book that I've been reading, which is the algorithm design manual, which sounds really boring right Mm -hmm. algorithm design manual yeah Uh, and i think that uh it's not a very good name for it i think that doesn't make it very appealing for people because the idea of it is it introduces you it poses you with a lot of different um problems and approaches to solving them with different algorithms and and ways of conjuring up algorithms um but the whole idea is that it's building an arsenal of tools and these things just come to you. Um, you know, you don't sit down and go, you know, go back to this book, let's say. You might do. Um, but you don't have to go back to this book and or, or, or flip through the contents or go for some sort of process to find which algorithm or, yeah, which... which yeah, which algorithm is best for a certain problem. You just kind of build a natural instinctual understanding. So when a problem is posed to you, you kind of you kind of know where to go. And if you say don't remember exactly or don't remember how to implement the algorithm in a in a in the in a good way, you go back to the to whatever I mean, you're aware you, you can search you Google, you can search it pretty easily, mm-hmm. or you can go to the uh, algorithm design manual book or something like that. But the idea is that it just kind of wires your brain in a certain way, yeah. which when you look at a problem, it helps you solve it. And like that, you can look at all the philosophy books that you read or all the psychology that you um, and look at your life as a problem. Yeah. Um, Essentially. And you're picking, you know, cherry, cherry picking, not cherry picking, it's a bad word. You're picking things from, you know, your knowledge um, that you've read through all these books and you're applying, you're tailoring it as we did in uh, tailoring uh, project management to projects. Um, if you tailor all your knowledge uh, naturally, automatically, instinctively to problems that arise so the most important thing really is just reading as much as you can because the 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 information that is the most important and that is the most useful for you is you're just going to retain it because it's going to be repeated and you're going to apply it repeatedly because it works Mm -hmm. Um, so the more the more information you're exposed to the more of it you're gonna retain take you know the example of warren buffett because if you know he's like the greatest investor right mm-hmm. you know he's been reading books i can't remember since a very very young age like i want to say like three or four years old 
and oh. just in his as in his dad's office or something. I can't remember the specifics. And he would just pick up books and just read them all. And I think he he read like all of them or some. Uh, in in and he just read like lots of books and and now he's like the richest man, one of the richest people in the world. <laughs> so, you know, not that that's a, I mean that's a certain measure of success. But there has to be some sort of a correlation with that, you know. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. I <laughs> and guess. I mean, that's what he said himself. So, you know, about the books and mm-hmm. how he believes that's what's important. And yeah, I don't personally, I don't believe that because, as, as you said, anyway, with um, the secret, you know, there isn't one thing that you kind of practice and it solves all your problems. Um, yeah, there's no key. Because yeah, there's no door. Uh, yeah. Because, uh, you know, what you're assuming is that you can't be happy as you are right now, right? Yeah. I guess uh, that there's somewhere you have to get. Um, but yeah, that's straying onto a whole different philosophical topic. But yeah, that really went for a while. But Yeah, it's very nice. Interesting to hear this. It's basically, the more you... Th- well... Yeah, I think even the more conversations we have, the more things we learn every day. It's just talking to anyone. The person was exposed to different things that you weren't exposed to. And then chatting with them just allows you to see more, experience more. And Yeah, there's a lot to say on this, but I really need the, the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> I really need to go take a leak. Oh yeah, we could be talking for ages, but um, I'm afraid our time's up. How are we gonna sum it up? Um, not sure. Your problem's not a door. Your solution's not a key. Uh, that was a <laughs> yeah. There's yeah. That was a really good one. There's no key. Duncan. I don't know how. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you can spend your whole life looking for the key, but you will soon realize that there simply is no door. Thank you for listening. See you later. <laughs>